It's an addiction, but probably the best addiction to have, especially nowadays with how our world is working, because it gives you hope. All right, well, I'll do the little intro. Welcome to Two Bit Idiots. Um, Hats and Brendo here. Uh, you might be able to tell by the sound of my voice that it's 8 a.m. on a Sunday. I'm somewhere between hungover and still drunk. Uh, today we have uh, Camilla. Is it Campton? Is that how I say it? Yes, Camilla. not Crompton, Campton. Campton. A lot Camilla of people Kirsten. say straight out of Compton. I'm like, oh, no, straight uh, out of Campton. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for um, thanks for joining us uh, on your Saturday afternoon, actually. So yeah, it's very generous to have you on. Yeah, so let's start there. Um, I um, I I've, I've learned in the last two days that there's a thing called Mountain Time. I love it. I didn't even know there was a thing called Mountain Time. Uh, what does that mean? On, I had well, we had to check. I had to check the details scheduling podcasts when you live in australia is an is an absolute disaster yes and um, we are eight o'clock in the morning um and happy to do that but um yeah i i we i was speaking to camilla and trying to work out when she was going to be able to come on um and yeah i found out there was a thing called mountain time can you explain that to me so mountain, you are in uh, colorado in, yes in denver so right by the mountains so i guess it makes sense for me completely um, i I didn't know it existed either because I lived in Florida for a really long time. So it was just like, oh, Easter Standard Time. Oh, that's cool. And then when I moved to Colorado, I was like, wait a second. What? Yeah, <laughs> There's a mountain time. That's cool. Yeah. Love- so we live by the beach. I really want to be on beach time. Beach but, time, yeah. That'd be good. Um, but um, yeah, mountain time. So that's the, that's the first thing. So I guess where we go with that is that, you know, it is Saturday, whatever, it is Sunday morning here. Yep. Um, early in the morning and it's your Saturday afternoon and all of us are doing this just because we like it, I guess. Um, so what is it about Bitcoin that makes us all prepared to do this now? It's, it's your weekend. We're taking your weekend. Yeah, I honestly, I just feel like when you come into this space, you become a lot more selfless and you're willing to do whatever it takes to just kind of talk Bitcoin or bring the message to other people. So I had this ask yesterday, like, oh, what are you going to do over the weekend? I was like, probably just talk Bitcoin, (laughs) whether it's with other people or my husband. And yeah, once you just go down the rabbit hole, it's like, how can you not have conversations? And we have to take advantage of the technology. Like the fact that it's Sunday for you guys and Saturday for me, you know, that's, that's mind blowing. And how can you not take advantage of that? So, and I heard your guys' podcast, at least a little snippet. And I just completely fell in love. So I was like, these guys are onto something. (laughs) They're pretty clever. (laughs) I I couldn't um, wait to have a conversation. Yeah. As we said, just before we came on, Brenda was in them. I think we've peaked early. Mm. We had that little thing that people seem to like, but yeah, if we ever get anything like that again, I'll be shocked. But then it was good. It was fun. Well, can I ask actually, so um, your husband and yourself are both Bitcoiners, obviously. Did one Mm. drag another down the rabbit hole? Did you meet because you were both Bitcoiners? Like what's the story there? So it was actually him that became a Bitcoiner first. Yep. Uh, with everything that happened last year, uh, March 2020, he really started to ask himself, what is money? What is going on? And he quietly went down the rabbit hole himself. He never like dragged me or tried to like shove an orange pill down my throat. I didn't know that he was on this journey until we started living together uh, here in Denver. Yeah. So 
he would wake up, listen to a podcast when we would go in our car to go drive up the mountain. He's like, Hey, is it okay if I put on this Bitcoin podcast? Uh And in my head, I was like, you know, yes, absolutely. Even though a lot of the conversations would kind of go over my head, it was, I was just like quietly, you know, listen. And it wasn't until what we celebrate here in America, Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. when we went to his family's home for dinner, he started having conversations with his parents Mm -hmm. and it was, in the very, I guess, normal, normy language where it just kind of hit me like, oh, this is really interesting. And the how he defended himself in the conversation, I was like, wow, he really knows a lot. So yeah. I then started reading the Bitcoin standard and it was it was game over for me. And yeah. he, he says, you know, I got you into it, but you kind of just ran with it by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're both Bitcoiners uh, and it's been an amazing journey and really cool to have a husband that's in it sorry. as well. Sorry. Sorry. Like a wasp. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a wasp. All right. Welcome to, welcome to Australia. <laughs> we're live. <laughs> that's funny. Do you remember who the podcast was? Does, do, do you remember or? Yes, um, he would listen to and still does listens to a lot of Stefan Levera. Yeah. So obviously those conversations, once your episodes oh. down, they're really intense and Ooh. I wouldn't understand anything. Citizen Bitcoin, which is Brady yep. Swenson. Funny yep. enough, I work with him now. So yep. it's just funny how the world works. Um, to Marty Bent and to Matt O'Dell. So that was those were like his top three. And around that time was when MicroStrategy was starting to come in and buying a whole bunch of Bitcoin. So he would be like, oh my gosh, MicroStrategy is buying a whole bunch of Bitcoin. And it's like, I, I don't know what that is, but cool story, you know? <laughs> um, but once I started to learn more about it, I was like, wow, this is, this is an insane world and I yeah. don't want to escape ever. This is, this is it for me. It's fun, right? It's, it's so fun. It's, it's hard so not. To, it's hard not to think about it. I don't know what we, we really. It's really hard to articulate why that is, but it is fun. Once people get in, and they actually start willing to learn, it's very hard to look backwards. It's funny that too, because like you know, you know me friends or family that go, man, this guy is obsessed with Bitcoin, but it's it's totally guilt free because you know what I mean. Like because it, you know you're doing the right thing. I know, right? That's yeah. why. That's why it's guilt free because you, even if they hate you, right? Yeah. You know, you know, it's, you know, it's the right thing. And eventually they're going to like you, right? Yeah. You just have to, <laughs> just have to suck it up in the meantime. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's an addiction, but probably the best addiction to have, especially nowadays with how our world is working because it gives you hope. So if there's one thing that gave me hope was definitely Bitcoin. And mm. I feel bad for the people that haven't discovered it yet or yeah, that don't yeah. listen because it's like the world view for them is probably really pessimistic or scary. They don't know, you know, what's going on, how to get out of it. But us with Bitcoin, it's like we're addicted to it. The more we learn about it, the more we're like, we're right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is this is it. So I think that's probably why as well. It's this is the only hope that we really have for humanity, at least. So I think you hit a, a good point too by saying, you know, you were listening to these pods early on and a lot was going over your head because that was the same with me and still sometimes there's a lot of my god I don't know what you're talking about but it's, it seems to be a almost a slow absorption of the terms the the ideas all that kind of stuff but then having someone like a partner or a friend or something that holds your hand speaks normie language and and pulls you in I think that's really crucial for no coiners to actually have 
that kind of access because it is so intimidating just to start on Stefan Lavera. No offense, Stefan, you're amazing. Um, but it's just hard to start by yourself without somebody actually helping. So it's, it's the people like, like myself that are lucky to have hats. Obviously you yeah. with your husband that kind of help drag you down or drag you down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drag you so, down yeah, yeah, yeah. in the most nicest way possible. <laughs> we need to change it. Maybe it's up the rabbit hole. That sounds, that sounds even worse. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, um, I don't know. I don't know. Up, right? No, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's really interesting, isn't it? Mm. Like I don't. For me, I don't know if you know my backstory, Camilla, but I was sort of like late twenty fifteen, um, and I used to listen to um, Kaiser early on, oh, um, yes. but it wasn't full on. It wasn't full on Bitcoin. Like um, Max and Stacy have been doing like, uh, you know, financial market stories for. 10, 12 years or something, probably longer, but he used to do it on, I think it was BBC too. Like they were living in England and then they, they were actually had that. And then they, I think they got canceled from the BBC probably. And then, he, I think he's got an issue with the UK. Oh, I from, mean, from what rightly I've, uh, so. He's yeah, rightly yeah. so. But um, so I used to listen to that. And um, and I also used to listen to a guy called um, Thomas Hunt. It was it had a YouTube channel called, um, World, uh, what the hell was it called? World, World Coin? World Coin? World, no, no, no. World, no. <laughs> World Crypto, World what the hell? I'll come back no, to it. I don't know. Anyway, it was pretty much Bitcoin focused, but it was it was wacky. I mean, it was very wacky back then to listen to things, and nobody was listening to me. Like I was just talking garbage, and nobody was. And so that was for three years that happened. Wow. Three years of just talking to nobody. <laughs> it was really frustrating. <laughs> um. So that's some of that's so what's been good to have Brando, but um, the uh, to take through, but then you can't do that process. Uh, you know a hundred times you have to scale it in a way that's not well you try with your friends and family of course but you can't do that process for us for strangers so what else do you do and i guess so we've we've gone sort of website and pod and you've gone swan yeah i did okay. and it was it was amazing because i feel like the reason why i was approached is because when i first started going on twitter I had a Twitter for a really long time, but never really used it. It was like, I have eight followers and no one likes anything that I have to say. So, but when I started on Bitcoin Twitter and it was like, oh, okay, there's a community. Cause I would see my husband be on Twitter all the time. And, you know, we would be after dinner, he goes on Twitter and I'm like, what is going on on Twitter? So then he started telling me like, there's a whole, you know, community here. So I was like, okay, cool. Now, since I'm super interested, let me just join it. And it was just kind of diving in showing that I'm a newbie, I know nothing, but I'm so eager to learn and I just wanna have fun with my experience learning. And that's kind of when Swan came in and they said, you know, sometimes it's really hard for people that are down the rabbit hole so deep that they kind of lose that beginner mindset. Yeah. And that's the, that's the mindset that we need so that we can try to communicate with the normies and, you know, not scare them away. So that's kind of why I got approached and you know that's still the message I try to give to people especially I know we're going to talk about it in a little bit but the Spanish community the Spanish speaking community it's you know that it's okay for you to not know everything you don't need to be a shadowy super coder in order to get this you know this is for absolutely everyone so if you're just willing to learn um and you know just look at the resources, do a little bit of homework yourself. You're going to be fine. And just, yeah, that's, that's the key right there. We have to get 
more adoption, more people to start joining us. And, so. and people that are willing to learn, um, there is no shortage of Bitcoiners that will just <laughs> dedicate or just throw time at them. Uh, totally, you know, totally. perfect example, you, we've had, you know, Daniel, um, all these great Bitcoiners that are just like, yep, no worries. It's, yeah, we've had, let's yeah nobody said no. <laughs> yeah so can you tell us um what your actual role at, at swan is yeah so i actually changed my role recently i first started as doing social media stuff um but now i'm more of a community builder and i'm in charge of swan force so swan force is our affiliate program and now i'm kind of just behind the scenes talking with swan force members yep. every single day getting feedback introducing them letting them know the potential and how different it is because a lot of people think the affiliate code is just a code where you know you share it you get ten dollars of free bitcoin and then i'm going to get some of the fees but i i'm trying to get people to understand like hey Use me as a resource, you know, in case you need help orange pilling people, because mm -hmm. a lot of people say, you know, I don't want to talk about Bitcoin because I'm scared that they're going to ask me something and that I'm not going to have the right answer. And what I'm trying to tell people is it's OK if you don't have the right answer, you know, just message me and I'll get a bunch of resources that I can share with you that I know are good, that I know Swan is like, yes, these are really good resources and I can just share them with you. Um, so my mission is just kind of to build, help Swan Force members and Bitcoiners in general, just like build a toolbox that they're like, okay, yes, I have really good resources that then I can share with people and kind of make their orange pilling journey a lot easier. So I just love people and I love Bitcoiners. So like, I think it's the perfect role for me and yeah, getting to talk Bitcoin every day is just a dream. <laughs> I'm extremely jealous. Yeah, totally. <laughs> It's um I've I've huge I, I um I once went with my kid to a, a, a this is soundless it's a random connection but I think it joins up eventually to see a, di a dietitian right and the lady was and I was a bit I was pretty skeptical right um and but the lady was um she told me told us a whole bunch of stuff um and then I asked a question and she said oh I don't know let me find out about that and get back to you. And in that moment, I sort of went, if you're, if you're confident enough to say you don't know, I, I, I all of a sudden trust everything else that came before it so much more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, and it's, that's kind of what you're saying for Swan, right? So if you, you don't have to have all, you know, you've got Stefan or Brady or whoever it is, Corey there that are going to help out with, with you know, difficult questions because there are difficult questions. Mm -hmm. But if you're just saying to the user, listen, I don't know, but here's a bunch of resources you go find out. Um, that's, that's, I think that's better. It's actually yeah. better because all of a sudden, as, as I say, the trust builds way more. People are too afraid to say they don't know. Yeah. And it's okay to not know. None of us knew. Um, <laughs> exactly. You just have to start learning. It's just have to be prepared to learn and have the humility to accept that you don't know everything. You know, come in yeah. with open questions. Um, and to know that we're an organization that we just really want to onboard Bitcoiners, as many Bitcoiners as possible, and help during that education process, which is why it was like a perfect fit for me because, you know, it came for, to me saying like, I don't know anything about Bitcoin, but I'm so excited about it and I want to learn. And if there was a person like me, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people out there that are on the same boat. So it's just kind of opening that phase of like, 
hey, it's okay to be a beginner, but this is the most amazing technology invention ever invented. You should totally learn about it because it's going to change your life completely. And so that's the mission that we just need to continue to spread. Yeah. And, 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 uh, commercially for Swan, um, what they want to is, is new customers, right? They want, well, well, two things. They want happy customers, repeat, repeat customers and new customers, right? That's the commercial goal for Swan, which is good. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that at all. So just even just selfishly in that sense, you do want people who don't, you're not, not at the highest level of technical understanding who are talking on a, on a similar level to the person that you're coming in with. Mm. Um, so it makes sense. So the difficult thing for you is going to be, I think, now that you are starting to learn and probably learn quite, you've learned quite a lot in a short space of time. Can you still talk in the same way you spoke when you first started? Right? Yeah, absolutely. And that's something that I, it challenged me for sure. I started posting more about Bitcoin on Instagram. Mm -hmm. That's because before I used to just be on Instagram all the time. And then Twitter, like I broke up with Instagram, got on Twitter But then I started to think to myself, like most of my normally friends or acquaintances are on Instagram. I should start talking more about Bitcoin on Instagram, even though I I just kind of want to delete it. Like a selfish part of me is just like, you know, I don't I don't really need it. But there is an audience there. And so it is challenging because I need to take a step back and think, Okay, are the terms that I'm using does that even make sense to these people? Mm-hmm. A simple term like fiat. I had no idea that term existed before, you yeah, know? So, yeah. Most people, so most people think that's a make of car. You know? Yeah. That's what most people think. <laughs> well, it is. It is a fiat, but that's it. Absolutely. So it's thinking like, what terms do I need to simplify it even more so that I can reach other people? So it definitely is a challenge and I have to take a step back because now I'm like, how do I communicate with these people efficiently? It's, yeah. it's hard. Yeah. The other tricky thing is all the acronyms. Like I'm still like, you know, NGMI, I'm still, if I read a tweet, I'm like, not going to make it. Yeah, yeah. And then there's other ones. I'm like, and then I've, I'm mentally, I've got to just kind of go through my head. I'm like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> what's that? What was it? T too long. Didn't read. I didn't even know that one. What's that? People, you know, somebody's got, a, you know, a 16. Thread. Oh, I see. I've, I've seen that and I had no idea what that was. Too long to read. Like somebody's got a 16 thread post and you're like, ah, oh. and then they summarize it to the top. And, do, and then usually if they do that, I'll read it anyway. But um, I didn't know what that meant for. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even know. And when I started working at Swan and they started using these terms too, I would just be like, okay, Google, what does that mean? <laughs> and you try to do that quietly with your screen pointing the other way so that nobody knows that you, know, oh, yeah, you don't know. Yeah, exactly. During a Zoom call, just open up something and Google it real quick, which is totally. great. That's something great about having <laughs> Zoom calls as conferences. Well, that's interesting then. Are you are you 100% based from home? Yeah. Oh, So you started at Swan based from home and you are continuing based from home. Well, everyone's based from home. And no office space. There's no office space. Where I mean, where are Swan? I mean, Swan is everywhere. Okay, in so it's Europe, just yeah, right. in Latin America, here in the U.S. We have team members from all over the world. That's a good slogan. Swan is everywhere. Yeah, that's really cool. <laughs> that's ominous. Yeah, yes, yeah, frightening. Swan is coming for down. you. <laughs> that's, 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 for the marketing call. <laughs> <laughs> the um, yeah, that's that's really that's really cool because it's a so how long has it been going now? So I, I first became aware of Corey through the Give Bitcoin 
mm-hmm. project, which I think is still a great, I don't know if that how, what, how that's doing now, but that's a great project. Can you tell me what that is? So it's essentially, I think the idea of give Bitcoin was your friends are so annoying, but you do want to save them. So uh... you give them some Bitcoin. That's the idea, right? <laughs> Pretty simple. Um, and then, but obviously we're all greedy arseholes. So we all wanted to buy Bitcoin for ourselves. So it's difficult for that project to go off the ground, right? <laughs> so and then he went into buy Bitcoin for yourself. And then all of a sudden, you know, how long came Swan and it's been a huge success. Um, and yeah. Yeah. But, so that's, that's the give. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't know how much you know about give Bitcoin, Camilla, if you'd know at all, but. Um, yeah. Um, I know a little bit of the history and how it kind of merged into Swan, yeah. into Swan Bitcoin. So Swan basically was born out of a time where the whole world was locked down. So it was really impressive because when I first came in, I thought Swan was around for years and years and years, but in reality, it's a baby <laughs> and it's go, it's grown really, really fast. So the fact that you can work from home full time while educating other people about Bitcoin and showing them, you know, where to buy Bitcoin and stuff, it's, it's the absolute dream. and. Yeah, it's amazing to see, you know, getting into a conference call and you have someone from the UK, yeah, Venezuela, yeah. different parts of the US. So it's it's the family for sure. And just looking forward to where everybody hopefully gets to be together because we're all so spread apart. So So you wouldn't have met actually met everyone in person? No. It, like anyone? Yeah. You I were, did. You were in Miami, uh, were you not? In Miami, yeah. yeah. We we did a Swan Dome, and I met Brady, Brecky, Brandon, and other Swan team members. So That's they were cool. way taller awesome. person than what Paula. I expected. Taller, <laughs> oh, or, or maybe maybe well, you're shorter than they expected. Or maybe I'm shorter than <laughs> I expected. <laughs> no, they could easily make a basketball team out of the Swan. Oh, oh shit! Most of them are so tall. So how's Ste- how's Stefan going on? Because Stefan's about our height. Are you um, shorter, I think. Are you probably shorter, yeah. 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 Have you I met think about my height. I've met yeah. him before, yeah, in person as well. Cool. So, um, yeah, you'll be really disappointed if you ever meet us because we're you not know, we're not going to be in the basketball team. Put it that way. No. Um, <laughs> She's not going to be on the bleachers yeah. with me cheering them on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. exactly. Water boys. The uh, yeah. So what is um <laughs> with with Swan Force? Um, what are the questions that people are asked? What 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 what? So hang on, you're getting people. Uh, Swan Force are people that have signed up to Swan to purchase Bitcoin themselves and are now trying to refer other people. Um, mm-hmm. So they are, they have some understanding because they're already buying for themselves. You know, you're not taking them from the very beginning. So what's the but what are the Swan? Oh, some yeah. of them. Okay. Well, it's really funny. I had a conversation earlier this week going back to the terminology, and I used the term orange pill. And she mm. was like, ooh, what is that? Uh, I was like, oh, uh, okay, yeah. let's, let's take it back. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of the questions that people ask are just, how do I orange pill people? Yeah. Mm. Like, because it's, it's really hard to start the conversation or, you know, how do I kind of package this so they don't think that I'm just trying to get something out of them. So I kind of just guide them through that and tell them, you know, it's not just a link, you're actually gifting these people two very valuable things. 
the first gift is obviously the $10 of free Bitcoin. That's like probably one of the biggest gifts. And it's great for people that are hesitant because they don't have to put, you know, their own money in in order to see how Bitcoin works, right? So with those $10, people that are interested, they're going to be able to see the price go up and down, you know, if they've had gains. And it's just kind of like that intriguing moment, like, okay, what is this? And then the second one is we actually offer the uh, free Bitcoin book, Inventing Bitcoin by Jan Pritzker. So that's a second, that's a gift, like educational content that you can give to someone Mm -hmm. to get started. And so when I tell people, like, tell people that you're gifting people something very valuable, it's kind of like, oh, okay, like you're, you know, you're right. And some people are like, I don't care about the referral fees that I make. I'd rather take those and give it to an organization of my choice. And it's also amazing that you're able to do that. It's your Bitcoin. You can do whatever you want with it. Is that an option with Swan? Oh, people can. I don't know if people, people do that themselves or that's the thing. Yeah, so what, what they'll do is that they'll get whatever referral fees they get take it into their wallet and then donate it to whoever they want. Exactly. Which is amazing. It's it's an amazing thing to do. So yeah, I think just people struggle with how do I start a Bitcoin conversation with X, Y, Z person. And I think the important thing is just, it's kind of a, the formula that the Bitcoin standard uses is let's talk about the problem And then, you know, identify with people with what the problem is and what can probably be going on in their life and then show Bitcoin as a solution to that problem. So it's not like, hey, Bitcoin, ha, here it is. It's more of like, hey, there's stuff going on right now. Let's talk about it. How does this impact you? And hey, I actually have a really great solution to that problem and it's Bitcoin. So it's a different way of kind of framing the conversation. Yeah, I mean, I, I excuse me, <clears throat> totally agree. When I f- first started talking to you, mm. yeah, I basically started it right. What is money? Right? <laughs> yeah, and he's looking at me, going, "What are you talking about?" You know, because obviously that's, but that's that's where you ha- that's where if you want to really understand the the issue, what's going on here, that's what you have to understand that. Yeah, and and so many don't, and we've talked about this before in, yeah. in previous episodes. Is that I like I had no idea what money really meant until I learned about Bitcoin, and then you go, yeah. fuck. I hadn't like I'm 41. I had no idea how money worked really until crazy, now. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I've, I've, I'm sort of. I think I'm changing in terms of how I'm trying to pull people now, because I think I'm, I'm having more success when I go, uh, not think about what I'm interested in, because I think that's the problem. I go, okay, what are you interested in? Like, if you can find somebody who collects baseball cards, they understand scarcity right Hmm. so you can go down the scarcity angle if you understand something you know collectible cars or something like if you if you know somebody that owns a second home and they're into sort of investment you can go down that angle so you and recently i spoke to somebody who um is a midwife and i said and so and and very left wing a lovely lady but very very left wing and that's fine i don't really care but um the um and I said to her, you know, when the, you know, when, um, you know, the union goes into, you, you know, you want a 3% pay rise and your, your health board will offer you a 1% pay rise and the union goes into bat and eventually you come into the agreement that it's going to be two. Well, that doesn't matter if inflation is running at 10, all of those numbers are pointless. Yeah. Right. And she went and I saw the light bulb go off in her head. Mm-hmm. It was brilliant. Right. Yeah. And, then, and then, and then I could not shut her up asking me questions, which was, which was <laughs> And I was like, oh shit, I need to have the answers to these questions, right? 
but um and it but it made my pelling skills better i guess um because i was like oh god i haven't thought of that i haven't thought of that yeah um so yeah. i get better so you just i think if you find the angle that they care about yeah rather than the angle that you care about yeah, i mean yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong i think having that knowledge is super important yeah and that's if you really want to understand what the problem is that's what you need to know but we need to we need to connect at a human level with people yes. you know like have that connection and this is basically yeah pitching you when you pitch bitcoin it's not going to be the same speech over and over again you have to see what kind of tugs the heartstrings of that person mm. to kind of get that first like that emotional emotional reaction to where okay like i kind of reeled them in now let's have a serious conversation because it is a very serious conversation this is affecting everyone yeah. not only here in america not only latin america it's affecting you guys as well like this is like a global problem mm. where it's really impacting our lives and our life choices and you know how we think about the future and stuff so once we kind of like humble ourselves to that you know we're, we're both human beings we may not agree on the same things but we need to identify you know what our problems are in our lives and kind of you know have that very honest conversation i think that's when we'll be more effective yeah. with orange pilling people for sure uh, so tell me if this is true for you um i find myself obviously twitter is you know is a, a, a huge mishmash of ideas right but most of us are following bitcoin twitter so we're in with people that we all at least agree on one thing but it's made it's started to make me be a bit more open to somebody else's ideas who previously i would have like oh i hate that guy you know what a terrible opinion he's had but because i know he's a big or she that they're a bitcoiner um i'm like okay well just listen just be at least willing to listen have you have you seen that at all in yourself yeah um it was very tempting to start blocking people at first because mm. you're like oh i don't want to deal with that or you know like i'm reading nonsense or whatever but i don't i don't block people unless it's like very serious and it's just like you know this is this is just beyond bullying or something you know i, I don't block people just because you don't agree with them and it just goes back to your humbling yourself and like just listening the people that take a step back and actually listen you start to see, okay, well, maybe we're not even that different. You know, we may have different points of view, but we're not really that different. And it all comes down to, you know, the whole Bitcoin fixes this. It's like a meme, but it's so, it's so true. We mm. may have yeah. like political differences and stuff, but if we actually fix the money, we might be able to actually go into the second layer and fix these political problems yeah. you know in a different way so yeah we just we we're humans we're difficult complex people <laughs> but it's important to have and have an open heart open mind when it comes to listening to others because i feel like at the end of the day we're trying to solve the same exact problem um yeah. and yeah we, it wouldn't be possible to have an amazing community if it wasn't for for humans and there's definitely the toxic side and then the people that you know are like oh i hate the maxis or whatever they're so toxic blah 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 but i i don't feel like that's true do you, necessarily do you find now that you're you know obviously your profile is is bigger um do you find that you're you get are getting targeted by people do you know what i mean like whether they're in your DMs going, why are you a Bitcoiner or why you, you 
because you're like you don't come across from what I've seen as as t- toxic at all. I mean, you're obviously <laughs> a Bitcoin maxi, but you seem yeah. very very positive. You know what I mean? Whereas you've got mm-hmm. other other people tweeting um, quite negatively, I suppose. Which turn, which actually turns me off to be honest. I mean, I'm not anti toxic Bitcoin sorry. maximalism. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> not you. Uh, I try not. I no, try no, not no. To. You, 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 you balance it. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, yeah, I don't know. I've lost what I was no, saying. You, are, are you yeah, no, I, being... I don't really get targeted by people. If yeah. more of anything, it's just like, oh, will you promote XYZ project or hey, check oh, yeah. out this new project. And yeah. it's just like no no i'm fine thanks yeah, no, thank you. <laughs> I'm, I'm bitcoin bitcoin only and i said that from the get-go like you know yeah. i'm just gonna focus on bitcoin bitcoin only the more i learned it was like okay i'm definitely glad i'm bitcoin only and this is the only message i'm gonna promote so yeah it does always come down or often come down to how you're introduced i don't want to use the word crypto space but um let's say you were into ethereum or Worldcoin or solana or whatever and if if, if exactly but you know let's just hype, be hypothetical yeah, yeah yeah um i don't know where i'd be do yeah. you know what i mean because yeah. it is a bit of a circle jerk so there's, there's going to be all the ethereums on twitter in their little you know self-fulfilling yeah. kind of circle and i mean that scares the shit out of me to be honest well, Bitcoin like, I feel really... an echo chamber as well oh yeah oh totally definitely so i think it's um, it's like newspaper, like not maybe you shouldn't be reading any newspapers anymore, but like if you're only reading a left-wing paper or a right-wing yeah, paper, yeah, you're not yeah. getting the full picture. You have to at least, I mean, you don't, don't spend much time on it, but you have to at least um, have some idea of what the other people are saying. But, that, but that's my, one of my points is that I don't, I, I don't understand. I still don't understand what the hell Ethereum is for or does. You're not, you're not unique. Trust me. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> That like well, even, you know, twelve thousand crypto, however many there are, yeah, they seem to spout the same thing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. With DeFi, know, DeFi, what yeah. a what a joke. Anyway, yeah. I think in something I tell people is like, look, there's going to be a lot of things out there, and who am I to tell you? Don't look into those things. You know, everyone's a free person; they're free to do. But I tell them, you know, a piece of advice is learn about Bitcoin first and make that kind of like your knowledge of foundation because what ends up happening is that it's an amazing filter with the other information that you're going to get. So you can make up your mind of like, oh, this, this sounds kind of fishy or, you know, you say you're decentralized, but are you really decentralized? But you're only going to have like that lens if you make Bitcoin your foundation and the education of that, your foundation. So that's why I, I I told myself, why am I going to be jumping back and forth into different things? I feel like I'm going to make myself crazy. Let me start with Bitcoin and you know, the more I learned, it was like, this is where I'm staying. I don't, <laughs> I don't want to learn about the other things Yeah, cool. because it just doesn't make sense. We're focused on money here and kind of like fixing the world, not trying to solve all these other problems that don't make sense to me. Yeah, really. yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's, ex- you've exact you've hit the nail on the head. It is for all, for as complicated as Bitcoin can become and it can, all of it is just common sense. Right, you instinctively know. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're not. Don't. I'm not asking somebody to believe my opinion. I'm asking somebody to look, form their own opinion, yeah, and move forward. Like, don't, don't trust me. 
Yeah. Don't trust me. Go learn. Yeah. And and if we, if we can point you in the right direction to start learning, awesome. Yeah. But you're going to get I. I, it's, I guess you're right. It's the, it's, the, it's the entrance point. If you come in at a bad entrance point, yeah. you know, you know, with some garbage coin, then yes, you could go down a really horrible path. Yeah. But if you come in here, you're going to go. You, as Camilla says, you know, you're going to be your bullshit filter is going to become so much better to everything else that comes after it. Yeah, true. Um. So and yeah, make your own mind up. Don't don't listen to any of us. Yeah. You know, just take some ideas, go away, think about them. If you if you don't like them, think of yourself. Um. Yeah. But I, but most most of the people, it's the Michael Saylor thing. Like when you go looking for a, a good critique of Bitcoin, you can't find one. And I, and I've been looking for five years, six years, like, and I'm still looking. <laughs> like I'm desperately yeah. wanting to see somebody with a good critique of Bitcoin. Bitcoiners are the toughest ones on Bitcoin. Yes, yes that's we're a good the, good point. Yeah, we're we're the toughest ones because we we want to challenge it. We want yeah, to yeah. we challenge it every single day. So it's really funny when people because that's some of the things I get. Oh, why are you so close minded? You know, like you're so close minded. You don't want to look at these other projects. It's like. No, I'm very open-minded, man. <laughs> like you have no idea how open-minded yeah. I am. And because I'm open-minded, I've come to this conclusion, yeah. you know? So it's, I feel like those are just very cheap attacks that we sometimes get. And, oh, the, why are you, why are you investing in boomer coin as if it's like old news? And it's like, Bitcoin is not old news, mm -hmm. man. <laughs> like this, this thing is just getting started and this is what I want to focus on. So hopefully those people come around and, you know, um, just let them talk on Twitter as well. But it's not like they're going to change my mind or anything. I let them yeah. have their own opinions. I have my own opinion, my own personal opinion, but yeah. I'm very firm. And I'm going to continue educating more people on it. That's that's my mission, my personal mission. It's, it's like if somebody said to you, there's this thing called gravity, right? <laughs> uh, what I believe is that gravity makes things fall down. Go study it for yourself and come to your own conclusion. So what would you do? You'd chuck an apple in the sky, right? You know, like, it's and it's hard to argue against something you can see for yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So once you've seen it for yourself... It's very, you know, you, you keep looking. You might keep looking. Oh, what if I jumped out of a plane? Oh, shit, that didn't go. You know, like eventually Dar <laughs> Darwinism is going to take over, right? Yeah. And, you know, so, but it's frustrating. It's super frustrating. But, you know, people get there in their own time and they, yeah. get, the and they get the price they deserve. <laughs> what I tell people is just, you know, the best thing you can do is establish yourself as the Bitcoin person around your community, your family, your friends. Mm. Like, just, just be proud of it. You know, they might think you're crazy, but just just stick to it because eventually when they are ready, they're going to know who to go to yes. for yeah. the right information and stuff. And I've seen this with my own family too. When I first got in, I started going crazy and just like telling my parents, my family in Colombia, my mom got it right away with me. It was it was insane. I was just able to explain it to her. She got the scarcity part. She got the fact that, you know, our money is a melting ice cube. So she, she just went in. Family in Colombia, interestingly enough, a lot of people are like, oh yeah, people in Latin America get it very quick. And it's like, mm, that's not necessarily the case, especially since I've had personal, you know, personal stories with my family that they, a lot of them still believe, oh, is it a pyramid scheme or is it mm. something, you know, they have more faith in the US dollar than in Bitcoin. And, you know, it's completely normal. 
And so, but now I've had conversations just this past week with family members where they were like, hey, when do you have some time so that we can start talking about Bitcoin? Yep. And it's like, okay, this is awesome. I had yeah. a conversation with my uncle and his wife and they said, I'm, I'm just going, I'm going to, I'm going to trust where you're going to guide me because I've seen that you've been here, you've been studying it, like this is your world now. So I'm not gonna listen to anyone else tell me where to go. Yeah. And that's the best thing because you're kind of, the same thing that happened with me, like get past all this BS that's out there, all this noise that's out there, focus on the signal and just start learning. And so we have the power to do that in our lives. A lot of people are like, oh, I don't wanna, I don't want people to know I'm so into Bitcoin because they might think I'm like, a freak or I'm crazy or I'm in a cold. It's like, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, just own it and let people know that you have this information because eventually they are going to be looking for someone that's going to give it to them. And it's better if it's coming from you, especially if you care about these people. Yeah. Yeah, uh, totally. And there's somebody, something, somebody coming to you rather than you. I mean, yes, going, try, trying to begin with, but somebody's not open to it. Eventually you just, just make them as, as long as they know you're the person, the trusted person, and then when they come to you, you've you're done with their five dollar wrench. Yeah, with, with a five dollar. <laughs> um, if somebody said that, uh, what you're gonna do if somebody comes at you with a five dollar wrench? I says get them back with a ten dollar wrench. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so can we go to Colombia then? That's cool. Um, we your family, you have family in Colombia. So tell me that my ignorance. So apologies. Um, how does inflation run in Colombia? It's uh, worth. So people, so people hedge in US dollar. They will hold the US dollar. So they'll earn their money. They'll buy. They'll spend the the um spend local currency and then buy dollars to to hold that. And then is that does that actually function as a secondary currency? And in, in that people will use it to spend, or is is it a saving vehicle? It's like a saving vehicle. Yep, that's like Turkey. So our, our last pod with F F A. Hard yeah. to say. Um, he was saying the same thing. So they get paid. Turkey. Did you say that? Yeah, I did say Turkey, I think. Yeah, yeah. They get paid in uh, lira and, you know, pay the rent, all that kind of stuff. And then they'll just go, right, convert this to the USD. And that's that's their store of wealth, yep. which is... And gold. They said, and gold, so that's sorry, that's that right. In Turkey, they have a thing where, they, you know, they, um, when somebody gets married, you give the um, the, 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 the bride gets the, is given gold and then they hold the gold essentially for their life if they can. Wow. Mm. Because that's their store of value. So that's just common sense, right? We're all just applying common sense. So it's happening in Turkey, it's happening in Australia, it's happening in America, it's happening in Colombia. People, yep. when people work it out. So all they're doing is just migrate. Everybody, we're just migrating to the hardest money. Trying to, at least, yeah. yeah. Which is, you know, that's when you try to have the conversation with them, like, you know, you're doing this with the dollars, and I'm talking personal experience, like conversations I've had with other uncles and my grandma. It's like, you know, you you hold the United States because it's, I don't know, it's like a phenomenon. You hold the United States in like a pedestal, right? And that's why a lot of people migrate from South America to the United States. Yep. Best country in the world. You're going to be earning dollars. Like, yep. you know, that's the American dream. Yeah. And so I tell them, you know, you're holding the United States in this pedestal, the US dollar in this pedestal. But what you don't realize is that that also is, it's like devaluing and and very quickly now yes so this is why you should like get some bitcoin or whatever and they just kind of brush it off because they think you know 
what happened in Venezuela would never happen in America, right? Venezuela was one of the wealthiest countries mm. in the world in the 90s. And now, reserves are, yeah. now, yeah, and it's like, if that could happen to Venezuela, that could also happen to the United States, you know, that no one is immune to what's happening in the world. So it's a little frustrating that it hasn't hit them yet because they do hold America in like this very high pedestal, but hopefully but here, I'm hoping that they start listening a little bit more. But here's the thing, they are, they are right, or they, they were right. Um, like it was the right thing to do to move from peso, right? Peso, oh, yeah. Peso. Um, sorry, I've, I was going to try and get there before. Um, <laughs> so it was the right thing to do, or is still the right thing to do, to go from peso to dollar, because the dollar is stronger. Um, mm -hmm. But it, And that was certainly the right thing to do. And any any harder asset than the currency you have, right? Mm -hmm. But right. There's, a, there's another one now, and it's better. Mm -hmm. So it just Pretty becomes better. the way... It's like, what's that thing when you, you know, when, you know, we had, you know, horse and cart and cars and then planes. When you found something better, you know, when you're on the car... And you move to the plane. Um, we don't go. The, the plane's now available. You don't go back to the horse and cart. It's like people go, oh, but if Bitcoin fails, you know, no. If Bitcoin fails, there'll be something better. I mean, I don't know what it would be, but there would be something better than Bitcoin. It, we wouldn't go back to the dollar at that point because it's because it's it is better than the dollar, and it's the same as the pesos down the down the pecking order from there, or the Aussie dollar, or whatever it is. Um, so. Yeah, they were right. So it's not that they were that they were right to begin with. It's just yeah. that something better's come along. They, they're, they're, I just have a yeah, yeah, better yeah, option. Exactly. They were right before, but not anymore. <laughs> not. But if you've had if you've had 30 years, say you're, you know, you're 50 and you know, whatever, what would that be? We're going back 12 years. So the vast majority of your life, you're 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 you've been right. It's hard to admit that you're yeah. wrong now and move just as Peter Schiff, right? He was right about gold. He was right. It's very frustrating, you know, but he's not right now. Mm. Exactly. And he's just yeah. he's just too stubborn and, and not humble enough to change his mind. And or maybe he's holding a bunch of Bitcoin and he's having us all on just for Twitter engagement. Like maybe. But um <laughs> yeah. But um geez, that'd be great. That'd be a great reveal, wouldn't it? Yeah, but I really don't want him to have it. No, Bitcoin. no, that's true. No, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but that just makes me a bad guy, so that's uh, all right. Uh, 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 uh. Um Spencer's got him covered. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Um so are you doing is the, the you had the the um cafe bitcoin thing on clubhouse as well at one stage are you still doing that or is spaces kind of pushed into there like twitter spaces um, it's really funny because i started going back to clubhouse earlier this week um because i had taken a very huge break just having a lot of phone calls during the day i don't really have the opportunity to jump on them anymore and a lot of people were like oh you know clubhouse is dead and it's like, no, that's that's still alive and thriving. There's still a lot of people that go in there for information yep. or to jump into like Bitcoin rooms. And I think as the price starts to go up, I feel like more people start jumping into these platforms and then they discover that there's like a Bitcoin room and then you have all of these newbies asking questions. So it's like a great way to onboard people still. Um, doing a little bit of spaces on Twitter, seems like there's a bigger Spanish speaking audience there. Oh, and then, okay. yeah, and then doing the Spanish speaking show every every single Monday. So it's a show I do through Swan called Bitcoin in Español. Mm -hmm. And we started doing it. Uh, I co-host with 
uh, Javier, his name is Javier Cripto Bastardo. He's in Venezuela right now. So it's a really cool perspective to have, especially since he's living it right now, you know, um, and how he's also trying to spread the word of Bitcoin down there. And we've been talking to people from all over Latin America just to kind of see like, you know, how's the Bitcoin community doing there? Is it, you know, are you, it's the same thing that happened in El Salvador going to happen in a lot of the Latin American countries. So it's been really interesting to hear people's perspectives um, living in these countries and kind of seeing like, okay, this is the American perspective, but then this is like the actual reality of what's happening in Latin America has been a really cool discovery. Can um, Latin America, people from Latin America um, use Swan or do they go, do you advise, do you send them in a different direction? Um, Swan is international, so people can use it. It's just a little bit more complicated. So there are services that I, I tell people like, you know, just look up the best exchange, the top exchange that there is. Unfortunately, I don't think there's like Bitcoin only, which, yeah. uh, which sucks in most of these countries. So it's just kind of like taking precaution, like, Hey, just focus on Bitcoin. Don't worry about the other yeah. things that they're offering you. And let me know if you have any, any other questions. Um, but we do have the Spanish book that we give out as well. So the same one that we give out in English, we have it in Spanish and we offer that. And it's just trying to see what happened in El Salvador is crazy because it happened so fast. Mm. And I don't think a lot of people were prepared for that, even people in El Salvador. So it's just like, okay, let's try to focus on the Bitcoin education down there as well. Just in case, you know, something like that happens, people are ready and just trying to spread spread bitcoin down there as quickly as possible as well yeah. it's fun, a funny thing too i found with i think a lot of bitcoiners find is that <clears throat> the rabbit hole is almost like uh time slows down it's like there's so much seems to be going on and i think you've mentioned this before is that we you know obviously people were watching price we're watching all these different sort of developments through twitter and whatnot else um but really it's it's not, it just feels like it's going really slow. I mean, I know, I mean, that's it. I'm not saying El Salvador wasn't quick because it was astonishing, but. So here's my analogy for that, right? Yes. I, I love an analogy, <laughs> right? Here's my analogy for that. If you've got a child and you're with that child all day, every day, you don't see them grow. But yes. anybody who that's comes around to your house, they go, oh my God, you've got so much bigger. Yeah. Right? It's Bitcoin. That's yeah. It. That's it. I quite like that. I just come up with that one just now. I quite like it. Oh, I like wow. it too. <laughs> He's, he's good at analogies. <laughs> um, so I had an exchange with somebody yesterday, and I'll try and find their name because I want to give them the shout out. But their point was, um, why would... So there are people talking about, you know, taking over gold, Bitcoin taking over gold, and Bitcoin will take over gold. But but the sort of this accepted narrative just now is gold is the next target. We'll take over gold. Um, well, the guy, this guy's point on Twitter was, well, why would that be true? Because... Um, bonds is you know, whatever there is, $18, $19 trillion worth of negative yielding debt in the world, right? So people who are guaranteed a loss, why wouldn't that money come first? Because gold is, still has a function, right? So why don't, why don't we just totally skip past gold and go straight to negative yielding debt, right? That doesn't make sense to me. Well, Neg like negative, well, negative yielding well it doesn't make sense but it's just people thinking that that's the safest place to this put their money right yeah. the neg you know you put a thousand dollars in the bank and you get 900 next year or 950 whatever it is but um <laughs> guaranteed loss right but 
why don't we just skip straight? And and so my, I was like, that's a, such a good point. Um, and I'll find the guy's name and I'll give him a shout out. But we none of us expected Michael Saylor and MicroStrategy, right? None of us expected some guy to come along and, put, and start putting in a billion dollars worth of, you know, balance sheet dollars into Bitcoin. Mm. I mean, we expected it, but we didn't expect it like that, right? Um, and then w- when that happened, what we thought was going to happen is there's, oh, there's going to be a whole bunch of other organizations put balance sheet Bitcoin on. And that kind of has happened a bit, but not really. Mm. But we went skate straight from there to a country. Now, it's a small country. <laughs> it's a small country, right? But yeah. we went straight yeah. from there to... So we jumped all of those organizations and went straight to a country. Mm. So what's to say we can't just jump gold and go straight to negative yielding debt? True. It's, yeah, it's very true. And with everything that happened this week here in the United States with the ETF <laughs> launching, people were like, what, what you don't understand is that there's been so much risk that has been taken off the table. Yes. Like, you know, the ETF in itself us as Bitcoiners were like, you know, don't buy it, just buy Bitcoin, right? But for these institutions and stuff and people in Wall Street, it's like, okay, if there's an ETF now, there's a really good chance that the government is not going to ban Bitcoin. (laughs) You know, like that's not going to happen. And so people are saying, if you expected this to grow 10x in the next 10 years, you you need to cut that in half now. Because things are going to start happening very, very quickly, which is exciting and terrifying at the same time. (laughs) Because we all don't have enough Bitcoin. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And we want to get the the normal pleb to come in and, you know, take advantage of this opportunity before other big institutions start buying in and then the price gets really high. So... You've been saying saying for a long time, too, that you're worried for... I mean, Bitcoiners are worried for people that don't have Bitcoin, unless mm-hmm. they're not and they're just assholes. Um, but I, I'm now there as well. Like, I'm actually genuinely mm. worried about my family and all that kind of stuff. But he's been saying it to me for ages. I'm like, oh, that'd be fine. Um, uh, so now I'm, yeah, it's scary. If if once I know somebody's got, I don't know, 200,000 sats, something like that, yeah. I, I'm like, I can forget about them because they're fine now. Yeah. Like, they're going to be fine. Um. But yeah, and because also once you've got two hundred thousand sats, it, all of us want to want more, right? So they'll also go right. keep they'll keep going. So, I mean, once yeah, it's it's anybody with nothing. You have to get people off zero. Yeah, and I don't care. Get literally buy a coffee's worth of Bitcoin. Yeah, and yeah. Swan will give you ten bucks for free. And this is not an advert, right? <laughs> Swan will give you ten bucks for free. Go and get, go get free Bitcoin. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. I, the way I tell people and the conversation I had earlier this week with my uncle was the name of the game. Don't think about Bitcoin. Think about Satoshis. Just yeah. stack and get as many Satoshis as you possibly can. If you get to one Bitcoin, that's great. You know, but the mission is just Satoshis. Get Satoshis as yeah. many as you can and just start now. That's the best I, thing you can do. I mean, I said to Brenda before we came on here, so I, I have my Bitcoin. And then I have my lightning Bitcoin and, and I've, I've probably got, I've probably got a couple hundred thousand Satoshis on Lightning. I thought you were about to say exactly how much Bitcoin you had. No, no, no. Wow. No, no, no. I'm not going there yet. <laughs> but I don't have much. I've got, I've, I've, I've been on boats regularly. Um, <laughs> look at the bloody garage. I've not got much, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, the, um, so yeah, if you've got, and I'm looking at it going, if there's a couple of hundred thousand Satoshis on Lightning, I mean, this is probably stretching it a bit much, but 
you might never, ever, ever. That might be enough. Like as of, like now, like not, like almost already. Um, because to, to live on. I mean, you're not. Uh, yes, I'm still living. I'm spending fee. You know, I go to the supermarket and I spend my Aussie dollars. But mm-hmm. um, and I'll and I'll hodl, 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 hodl. But at some stage, you're going to have to start start spending Bitcoin because that's all people will want. Yep. But, um, but that's how that's how it gets distributed. Once the, the, the oh, bigger yes. the bigger the price, yes. the more it actually gets globally distributed. And that's why it's why it's gonna work. I mean, a lot of people or friends will say, Well, there's barely any left, you know, like uh, what happens when all the 21 million are mined, you know, who then what happens? I'm like, Well, it gets distributed. Yeah, you're going it's, to have to work for me. Yeah. <laughs> um and <laughs> clean up the garage. Yeah, and I will pay you in Bitcoin. And that see, this is the point, right? Because in Bitcoin. It, you know, as we we said, a part of it, fat, you know, fat, fat, lazy Brendo won't clean his pool, and he won't because he's going to be, you know, <laughs> rich or whatever. He's going to be Bitcoin rich, but somebody's going to, clean, you know, if he's, he's if he doesn't want to clean his own pool, somebody's going to have to clean the pool, um, and he's going to have to pay them, and all they will accept is Bitcoin. And and why that doesn't matter now is because Jeff Bezos or whoever it might be, they are paying somebody to clean the pool. They're you know they're now rich and they're clean, clean, paying somebody to clean the pool, but they're also getting zero percent finance. They, they're getting money for free from the Fed. Yeah. Right. We're not getting that. No. So there's, yeah. but there is no, there is no Fed. There is no new money printer coming down the line. Yeah. Exactly. I think the the key thing here is that whenever we do get to that point where people are earning Bitcoin, they're doing a job for Bitcoin and they're earning Bitcoin. The beauty of it is that that Bitcoin is still going to respect the effort and time and work that they put in doing yes. that job and that there's no bank that's going to come in and create even more Bitcoin and just kind of deflate that. Yeah. So even when we do get to that point, I think people are going to be fine and it's going to be even more, it's, it's going to be even better than it is today because their time is going to be respected. What we're doing now that we're in Bitcoin, we're actually, the way I think about it is that we're buying time back. Yes. That's something yeah. that we're doing right now. Eventually, when people, you know, everything has been distributed, maybe they're not buying time back, but they're going to be preserving their time and no one's going to be able to take that away from them. Yeah. So, so yeah, even if you're earning Bitcoin later on down the line and you're going to be earning Toshis, it's going to be a way better world than what it is today. Totally. You're completely right. There's nothing else to add there. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very quickly, I just want to give that guy a shout out. He was called Anthony Desor. I hope I've got that right, but with that point, I loved it. And I'm going to give him a shout out later on. Um, can we go to um, women in Bitcoin? That's a bit thorny issue, I guess, isn't it? Because people are like... Um, you know, women aren't allowed or this is, well, frankly, we have 90% listeners are male, right? Can we, so can we go back and actually talk about why that's currently more topical? It, did it not come from, I don't even know, who, oh, was that, was the a, $850 yeah. women in Bitcoin thing? Is that what it was? I didn't really follow it that. So yes, there's a there's a, a an associate of pumps, I don't know, who is, is putting out an $850 course and Aimed at women. Aimed specifically at women. When all of that, all of the content is available free. Now, I would say, there, yes, it is available free. Go find it free if you want to go find it free. But also, it, it, it may be a wonderfully curated course, um, and it may short shorten the uh, the learning process for people. So that so it's a you know a free market in that sense. Um, the downs, the, the thing that I'm negative about is at women. There's no need for it to be at, at women. Like it can be for anyone, right? Um, so have you noticed anything? You've been welcomed, right? There's been no difficulty 
because of your gender getting involved in Bitcoin? So it's oh, sorry, uh, don't put words in your mouth. You tell me. This no, is really yeah. hard because two two blokes when we're talking about women in Bitcoin. Yeah, so exactly. really, it's Camilla. It's all you. Yeah. Um. So my me coming into this space, it was actually the only kind of pushback I got in the beginning, and it's well, it's obvious, right? Is are you here just to like get clout and get attention? Or are you a girl that's going to come in, say that you're Bitcoin only, and then you're going to start promoting other things? Uh, yeah. So that was kind of like, and that's fair. It's like, yeah, you guys don't know me. <laughs> you know, yeah. you guys don't know what my intentions are. And it's my work that's going to show what my intentions actually are. And it's almost been a year and my intentions have been the exact same as when I started. So that's been pretty amazing. And people, people notice that, you know, people are easy easily catch if there's BS going on with someone or if there isn't, you know? And if, if people still think that I'm a spook, that's okay. I'm still gonna continue to do my work here. Um, I think the whole woman thing, the whole thing that happened uh, with that specific situation that irked me is that I understand, you know, it's a free market. Anyone can market whatever they want. They can put whatever price they want. There's gonna be a, like an audience for every single thing that you know people sell out there what irked me a little bit was a little bit of the marketing side not because it was targeted to women but because it could it could bring the idea to new women coming in oh i have to pay a course in order to start learning about bitcoin so that was like the only thing that i was just like yeah this could have been done better you know um and so I'm sure those courses are going to do amazing and good for them. You're right. Some people do need the handholding and stuff when they're, when they're in here. And if it has a price, it has a price, but I focus more on like, you know, if you're coming in here, let me, and if you're willing to learn, let me show you some resources and then use that money to buy your first ads instead. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah, kind yeah. of my angle. So it, it doesn't really go with, that angle and that's okay <laughs> you know and people get pissy on twitter and stuff and then i started having people asking me like oh are you a woman hater and it's like no nah, man like i'm a woman <laughs> you know yeah, exactly. i just exactly like people just get like this little narrative stuck in their head and then they they start saying oh like why are you attacking women or women that are trying to do things in the space and it's like no man i'm not attacking anyone i just think it could have it could have been done a little bit better and you know i mean it's not just not dissimilar to uh, you know multi-sig services you know people can do that for free you can look up how to do it it's yes it's complicated but yeah. then you could argue that bitcoin is complicated so yeah so some people will go to unchained Unchained or, or cast, uh, cast 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 or, yeah, 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 which is fine, and why not? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah I, I don't know. But, but do, do you think? Yeah, but do you think that because I haven't seen anybody have a massive go at um, those multi-sig services? So do you think was the blowback with the women thing and them charging for it is because people Bitcoiners think it, it the free information is actually easy? Whereas multi-sig isn't as, as a comparison, genuine question. I don't, I don't really know. I, and well, we're going to get it. So everybody's going to get it at some point <clears throat> that you're, you're selling out to the absolute, you know, ethically perfect way of being in Bitcoin. It's very difficult to, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a cough. It's very difficult to, um, 
be a hundred percent right on everything. Yeah. So we're all going to get it at some point. And but is I it, think is it's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Is it because it's got a bit of a pomp flavor to it? And there's Maybe. a lot of maxis or toxic maxis are not massive pomp fans. Um but here's the thing, right? I think if and when you get it wrong, you have to own that you've got it wrong. You know, don't double down. No offense, breed love. Yeah, I love what the work that breed love puts out there. But he was wrong, and he did. In my opinion, he didn't own it. Um, he, he did. He, he did. No, he eventually, didn't. he said he said he's, he he may have misstepped. There's some bullshit language. Uh, sorry, I've just might get my rant off my chest. Some bullshit language that wasn't good enough. Um, he should have owned the mistake, and then people would have gone, "Yeah, you made the mistake. Let's move on now." And and ultimately, I have like whatever he, most people have, but I don't. People, you need to own your mistake. And if it, when it, if and when it's me, I hope I own the mistake. That's all I'm saying. Uh, what's that tweet stamp thing? Tweet stamp, yeah. Hit, yeah. Me. <laughs> Hit me. Remind me. Come on, Twitter. <laughs> Kill me, Twitter. Two Kill years. Me, Twitter. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I mean, we're all humans. We're all, this is all very new to us as a community as well. So obviously people are going to agree on some stuff. People aren't, aren't going to agree on some stuff, but if you feel comfortable with what you're doing yeah. and you're helping people like, you know, just, just continue to do you continue to work on your, on your projects, your lane. And if the intentions are right, I feel like those are the projects that are really going to go far. Um, that's why it's like, no, I'm not going to sell out to X amount of money for, to promote X project that I don't believe in because first of all i would feel like shit like my soul would feel be like camilla what what are you doing this is yes. not what you stand for you know so people just have to be cautious and people make mistakes and if they own up to it great if they don't well you know that's on them that's a burden that they're going to have to carry we're on a very important mission here to continue to educate people on bitcoin and that's what the focus uh should be on it's really funny when you see all these twitter fights it's like oh the price is just there please make it pump so that we all stop fighting <laughs> um, i actually would say i actually go the other way i actually think it's it's much friendlier i mean well, no. as you're going down it becomes really nasty but actually when you get the when you get to the bottom um, people are actually quite good because at that point all you've got are the strong hands and they're yep. generally quite good with each other and then you go again and we're all like yeah patting each other on the back but um it's the, 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 that's, at, that's true at the absolute <laughs> at the absolute darkest moment is the best point yeah <laughs> i'm just such a sucker <laughs> um let's go a little bit more lighthearted. then um if uh, what has your um time preference done what, what, what are you not doing now that you used to do that because you're like oh my god i need to buy more sats this is an amazing question because, and I actually tweeted about this before. I feel like before coming into, into Bitcoin, the way, the way I was raised and how I started um, learning after high school about personal development stuff, it's like, okay, you are going to get old someday, hopefully, right? You need to be prepared for that moment. You're not going to be young forever. You need to start thinking long term and just, you know, preparing for that. Live your life right now, have fun and stuff, but make sure that you're preparing because what you start to see is people get to a certain age, either they go into denial that <laughs> they're getting into that time of their life where they're becoming old and then they didn't prepare and it's just like a panic show, you know? It's what am yeah. I going to do? So, Okay, note, always... note to self, uh, get ready to be old. <laughs> not, <laughs> not that far away. <laughs> yeah. And um, so I started to develop a savings muscle. 
and starting to, you know, think about the future, like, okay, let me save this money and invest it. I, I got sat down by this financial advisor and they were like, hey, you know, if you start saving this amount of money, when you start now, I was what, I must have been like 21 or 22. They were like, this is the perfect time for you to start. If you start saving money now, you'll be able to retire with like $1.5 million. And in my head at the time, I was like, wow, I'm going to be a millionaire someday like you know that's amazing even if when I'm old like that's great I'll have this money and so then it was heartbreaking when you get into bitcoin and then you start realizing like crap that's not going to be worth anything because everyone's going (laughs) to be a millionaire yeah 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 but that's not going to be worth anything what is that going to be able to afford me in terms of living in terms of you know just just to live a comfortable life not like a lavish life but just a comfortable life and so it just made me realize like okay if i'm saving this money i need to put it in something that's going to protect it so i feel like my low time preference was still there but i was Mm -hmm. not focused on the right place to save my money and you know where that was going to be respected so i just feel like when i came into bitcoin i was like man these are my people Mm -hmm. you know like i always felt so awkward in friends groups and stuff because a lot of people my age didn't think the same way that i did you know it was all about you only live once let's party it up let's enjoy life let's max out credit cards to take these trips that we can't afford to show them on instagram and stuff that wasn't me at all. I, I feel like, I don't know, I maybe much matured very quickly <laughs> during that during that time period in my life. So when I came into Bitcoin, I was like, I feel like this has been the biggest blessing because now I don't feel so lonely in a way. Like there's other people that think the same way that I do. And it kind of gave me a, dip, a deeper mission and purpose with life. Like, you know, yes, this is, this is what I want to do. I want to educate people. Eventually I want to have a family. What's the best vehicle so that I can have a family and actually enjoy them and be able to raise my kids and stuff. So it was basically just like the answer Mm. that I was looking for and just super blessed that I paid attention. And that now, like I said, in the beginning of the podcast, like it's hope, it's hope. And, you know, a glimmer of light that all the things that I've wanted to accomplish are possible. And the coolest thing is that I can also share this with people. So if I'm able to have this little glimpse of hope, I can share it with people and hopefully they're able to see it as well. So. Great answer. Uh, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it's not okay that, um, you know, let's go back to the nurse example. A nurse can give, you know, 30, 40 years of work and then at age 65, 70 or something retires and then has to become a financial analyst to survive to death. That's not okay. We need to mm. have something, some place, something that we can, where we can save our money. Um, that is that that nurse can go away and concentrate on being a great nurse. And then does it enjoy the retirement when they get there? Um, and um, yeah, Bitcoin is, is the best hope you have right now. And it's, it's certainly my hope. Mm. Um, and it's great to see more and more people feeling that way, I think. And just just the, the 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 sense of relief you get when you're like, oh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I think I'm okay. Now now go do right. Now you can do. You can you can be fully free to do what you really think you might be good at. Yeah, and that's going to be different for everybody. Like uh, like podcasting. Like podcasting. Yeah, well, other, people, <laughs> other people can judge. Um, 
Awesome. Is there anything that you wanted to hit on that you, we didn't touch or what would you like to, or you want to send us, send us off to the, your, you know, your Twitter, your clubhouse, your clubhouse, your swan, your whatever you like. Yeah. Um, just want to say, just want to touch a little bit more about the women in Bitcoin thing, sure. you know, um, this is an, a beautiful and amazing space. And I feel like the more women that come in and, you know, just start the same journey that I did, everyone's going to be welcome. Bitcoin is for absolutely everyone. Like I said, you don't need to be a developer or a coder in order to get in. If you're interested in learning about it, there's a lot of people in the space that are going to welcome you with open arms and kind of try to guide you in the right direction so that you don't make the same mistakes that other people have made or where they got wrecked and stuff because they were putting their money somewhere else. It's like, and then eventually they came back to Bitcoin and was like, okay, this was the way, the way all along. So it's just, we're able to learn from other people's mistakes, which is amazing and kind of just jumpstart in our journey and get it right from the get-go. And women are welcome. Kids are welcome. You know, there's been a lot of other conversation about kids learning about money, which is That's amazing. Right, Grandmas are welcome. Moms are welcome. Like, you know, it doesn't matter if you're a woman, men, as long as you have a conscience and you're able to think, you know, you're able to start on this journey. It's there for absolutely everyone. And there's so much work to do. So I, this is something I also tell people, if you have a calling to just start talking about Bitcoin, do it. You know, we need a lot more soldiers in this space that are kind of like just giving the good fight every single day and defending Bitcoin and teaching other people. It's a battlefield that we're in. That's the way that I like to think about it. We're, we're in a battlefield right now trying to give people the hope that we've been talking about. So for any women that are listening to this, hopefully you guys get more women <laughs> listeners. That would be really cool. <laughs> um, but if you're a woman or not, you're, you're welcome to come into this space. And there's a lot of people that are willing to give their time to just help you help you on your journey and help you understand this. So it's not exclusive to just an elite group of people. This is for absolutely every single person, different languages, which is amazing. Just seeing people come together that speak different languages. And this is just gonna spread like a virus, mm. you know? But it's instead of like the making good virus. A, it's a cure, exactly. <laughs> it's going to spread like a virus, but it's going to be the best cure that we need yeah. in this world. So if you want to follow me, all my social medias are at Camilla Campton and my DMs are open. And yeah, just happy to talk with anyone about Bitcoin. Plug and your um, plug your uh, your Swan Force link, please. Oh, it's, it's on Bitcoin.com slash Camilla. All right. So you want to get... Camilla to do more of what she's doing that helps her do that so do, please do that um, no but you guys have a link too right we, yeah just not for us today the um another day I know, um, I know. all right well okay so what I do Brendo doesn't so we'll get him set up and um you can chat to give a lot of it and um but yeah for for today if NMD if NMD in the states or further you know wants to go if somebody wants to drop 100 grand and do you know one of the private clients use use Camilla's link that would be awesome and um yeah that was fab yeah. loved it thank you thanks so much for your time Camilla that's that's yeah. awesome you guys are awesome. This made my, this made my weekend. Oh, no, uh, okay. Speaking <laughs> to two old men in a garage. Yeah, yeah. There's something seriously wrong. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs>